You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Jazz get a nice win, another win over the pesky Sacramento Kings. Is the Hoops Nerd Post Game Show. All right, that was a tough win. The Sacramento Kings are no joke. They've got legit players. They're young. They're fast. That's an impressive win for the for the Jazz, honestly, because this Kings team is still figuring out whether they're good or not, and so they're playing their heart out every night. And you've got guys like Davion Mitchell uh, coming out trying to prove his his value and having big nights. Uh, let's talk about the Kings before we talk about the Jazz. <clears throat> uh, I like the Kings uh after two times watching the jazz play the kings and after both times both of those games being close good games uh the kings are impressive to me and they have some other impressive wins this year every time you watch them they're doing some nice things they've just got really solid good players uh davion mitchell is turning out to be a really nice player for them tonight the three the three ball was falling falling better than it was the last time the kings played the jazz but overall a solid game from him seven for 15 sorry i gotta clear my throat guys seven for 15 from the field uh just two for seven from three but that stroke is looking decent i wouldn't be surprised if that three ball starts to uptick as the season goes along and he's just a young player obviously he's a rookie he's going to figure out his shots and and that's one of the things that helps out these young players is when they just kind of learn what are my shots? What are the shots I can make consistently? And then they, they work towards getting those. And as a rookie, you're finding out that what those are. Uh, so much of what Davion Mitchell does is his incredible on-ball defense. He's fantastic. And so he's putting in all that effort on that end, obviously. But then on the other end, he's got to figure out his offensive game. But tonight, I would say, I mean, Davion Mitchell looked really good to me tonight. He was 7 for 15 from the field. I know the three ball wasn't that great. But four rebounds, two assists, 18 points, that's really nice. So I was interested to watch another Davion Mitchell game, and he's here to stay. The guy's going to be a solid, solid NBA player. As far as what happens down the road for the Kings, you know, uh, who's starting and who's not, we'll see. But they've got a nice three-guard rotation uh, with Barnes, or let's see, uh, with Fox, uh, Halliburton, and Davion Mitchell. That's a fun three-guard rotation, and we'll see. Uh, what they do as they go along. Halliburton is just a solid player. Tonight, the shot was not falling for him, and he did just kind of seem a little bit more kind of in the background to me, and maybe that's just because his shot wasn't falling, but he was just 6 for 16 from the night. And then De'Aaron Fox also, just bad shooting night, 4 for 15 from the field, and let's see, 0 for 4 from 3. Uh, but he was a plus 5 for the game, which is interesting. So uh, anyways... That's really all I got to say about the Kings. Also, Harrison Barnes, if he could join the Utah Jazz, that would be incredible. He's one of those guys that if you could trade for him, he would fit so perfectly with this Jazz team. He's a guy I would love to somehow find on the Jazz. But you know what? This Kings team is probably not trading anyone uh, because they want to make the playoffs, and they're good. And I know they're 3-4 and four after tonight, but this is a Kings team that plays in a way that makes me think they're going to win a good amount of uh, good amount of 
of games. Eric C, I finally made it a live stream. Welcome, Eric C. C stands for champion. <clears throat> let's see. Jace Garner, let's go. The Kings have some fight in them. Yes, they do. Uh, let's see. Kenny, want to talk about a bad shooting night? I know a guy. Yes, we're going to talk about that. So let's talk about the Utah Jazz. Uh, this game was close. It probably wouldn't have been as close if Jordan Clarkson did not shoot. Let's see. One for 13 from the field, guys. 0 for 11 from three. That slump is serious right now. And, uh, and so it is, uh, it is not great. Uh, Kenny manscaped manscaped said the contract next month is not up. So we'll see if manscaped comes back. Go tell manscaped to sponsor the, the hoops nerd channel, but we need people using promo codes. And if people aren't using promo codes, they don't continue. So we're taking a month off from manscaped. And honestly, it's nice to take a month off from talking about, uh, cojones. All right. <laughs> but anyways, back to Jordan Clarkson, uh, Jordan Clarkson missed a lot of shots tonight and you could tell he was trying to get that three ball to fall, but at a certain point, he's got to not take it. You know, you've got to not take the shot. Like it, at a certain point, it just hurts the team. 0 for 11 from three means go to the rim. And that's the other thing is he was just so, so focused on just taking that three ball and getting out of the slump and whatever. And what Jordan Clarkson does that I love is how he gets to the rim. That's what I love with Jordan Clarkson. And then he has that little teardrop free throw line or to and, and closer to the rim shot. There's, how's that for analysis? But anyways, that's the shot I like seeing Jordan Clarkson take because he's so good around the rim. Uh, he's got to just not worry about the three ball. If it's not falling, it's not falling, but get the shot. That's good. There was one where he honestly drove to the hoop and instead of just taking his little teardrop that he takes, he went back out to the three point line, took a three and missed it again. And so JC's got to figure out how to like contribute when the three ball's not falling. And usually that's moving the ball or taking his mid range, but that was, whew, it was tough stuff tonight. Um, so this game shouldn't have been as close as it was to be honest. Um, let's see, you know, and I'm trying to be, you know, last game, I made a lot of people mad because of the things I was talking about, but I, I, you know what guys, I'm going to be honest with you. If something bugs me, I'm going to talk about it. Sorry. Sorry. That's what happens on the hoops nerd channel. But tonight there really wasn't anything that stood out to me as, as something that really bothered me. Uh, Joe Ingles tonight, that's two games in a row where he only took four shots tonight and he should have taken more. Joe Ingles passing up threes drives me kind of inc insane. Uh, tonight he was just one for four and it was all three point attempts, uh, two rebounds, four assists and a minus seven. I, it's kind of this thing. The jazz have a back to back coming up here soon. Joe Ingles needs to rest. I just think that he probably shouldn't play the next game and they should give run to other guys, whether it's, uh, Jared Butler or whoever, but Joe, I, Joe Ingles already looks a tiny bit gassed to me. I would rest Joe Ingles in the next game because, uh, Joe Ingles is a big part of this team winning playoff games and you want him knocking down shots. And so, uh, it's just another, it's second game in a row. And this is what we talked about last game where Jordan, uh, Joe Ingles is playing too many minutes. And what's crazy is tonight, Joe, uh, let's see. Jared Butler shoots the same, plays the same amount of minutes as last game. Three minutes last game, three minutes this game. And I would have played him longer. Jay, Joe, uh, Jared Butler looked pretty solid tonight. We can only judge him in three minutes because uh, that's the only stints he's getting. But he looked solid. He was plus minus zero. And honestly, I would rather see jo Jared Butler in some of these figuring things out. And if 
if Jordan Clarkson is shooting 0 for 11 from three and one for 13 from the field, give Jared Butler a little more run because by honestly, his, uh, his athletic numbers. So steals rebounds and assists are up. Jared Butler at like per 36 is averaging like 4.6 blocks per game. It's kind of nuts. So the athleticism is there. The defense is there. He'll just need to figure out the offense. And tonight it looked like he was getting a little more comfortable. Uh, he was just one for three from the field. But anyways, moral of this story is that Joe Ingles needs to rest next game. He just does. You've got to trust Jared Butler a little more so he can play make and stay on the floor and not have Joe Ingles gassed for the playoffs. You just can't do it. You've got to rest him. So just kind of same story tonight, and let's keep watching it. I really hope Joe Ingles rests one of these next games. I know it's hard to tell Joe Ingles to sit, but Joe Ingles has got to sit. Uh, Robert Hall, $2. Thank you, Robert Hall of Fame. I appreciate it. We only scored 119 points tonight. Maybe next time. Uh, I'll take it. I actually felt really good about what the Jazz did tonight. There's really not a lot of nitpicking. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich had a nice night tonight. 20 points, 7 for 11 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3. That's really nice. Uh, I'm kind of just out of curiosity. 23 points, 7 for 14 from the field for Harrison Barnes. They had really close nights. Six rebounds for, for Harrison, three for Boyan. So that's an interesting matchup, and that's an interesting trade possibility. But tonight, Boyan was really nice. He hit that big-time three at the end where he sidestepped, and it just looked like he was going to make that. That looked like a layup. Uh, shot it in rhythm. It was great. Royce O'Neal continues to just be a monster on the just that he just is Dennis Rodman with a three uh he just plays hard he rebounds he's undersized and he still gets these boards uh he did not get as many boards because Rudy Gobert has turned into a rebounding absolute Godzilla this year but Ru Royce grabbed five boards and let's see two of those were offensive which is awesome uh he just is hustling out there he's playing great defense uh, his three ball isn't falling this year yet. And so that's another thing. When this three ball starts falling for the Jazz in general, you're going to see some craziness. Um, we just had someone join the channel. Uh, Joshua Omelas. Welcome to Rookie Joshua. Welcome to the channel. We got a rookie with promise. We've got a Davion Mitchell on our hands and Joshua Omelas who plays hard defense. Or Jared Butler who's figuring out his way into the lineup. Thank you for joining Joshua. Uh, Elijah Bard using that... Using that nice membership shout-out, our bench had 19 points. Not good. No, that, part of that is uh, from uh, Jordan Clarkson, Elijah. When your sixth man of the year shoots one for 13, it's hard, hard to overcome that. So very difficult. Uh, but thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Joshua, thank you for joining. Um, Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Where was I? 
Oh, Royce O'Neal. Rudy Gobert. Let's talk about Rudy Gobert. Player of the week, Rudy Gobert. 20 rebounds tonight for Rudy Gobert. 12 points. If that's not a Ben Wallace stat line, I don't know what is. He was awesome. Four blocks. Like, just one steal. Such a nice night for Rudy Gobert. He is just absolutely dominating this season. He's dominating. He's playing at a Hall of Fame level. It's unbelievable. Rudy Gobert deserves all the credit. He deserves Player of the Week. He deserves all, another All-Star bid, All-NBA. He's fantastic. And this Jazz team is, is it 6-1 or 7-1? I can't remember. This Jazz team is winning because of Rudy Gobert because there has been inconsistencies all over the place for the Jazz this year. You have a night where Jordan Clarkson shoots 1-13 for 13 and it didn't matter. The Jazz still won. And that's Rudy Gobert being absolutely dominant. The other two guys that deserve just insane credit, Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Both guys, Donovan Mitchell scores 36. Woo! 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 36 for Donovan Mitchell. Eight rebounds, six assists. Just a monster night. That's three games in a row of Donovan Mitchell playing at all NBA level. It's time to start talking about it, Nationals. It's time to start talking about Donovan Mitchell. Robert Hall, $2. I appreciate Robert Hall of Fame, baby. Two bucks. That's two McChickens. Whiteside is consistently looking good. Yes, we've got to talk about Whiteside. But first, let's just talk about Donovan Mitchell. 36 points. He was on triple-double watch for most of the night, um, especially in the third quarter. He was at 6-6. Six and six. He had eight rebounds, six assists. Uh, Donovan Mitchell also had one steal. Let's see. One steal. He actually had like two deflections. Oh, this is what I need to do. This is the next thing. And I might write about this on SLC Dunk. Oh, by the way, everyone on the SLC Dunk pod listening right now, make sure you're subscribing and, and leaving reviews and liking. Everyone on the Hoopster channel, go to the SLC Dunk podcast and subscribe. Uh, well, or if you want. But anyways, Donovan Mitchell, eight rebounds, six assists, one steal, and just absolutely dominant. A plus 12 for the game. Fantastic for Donovan Mitchell unbelievable uh mike conley 11 for 19 six for nine from three so nice so nice uh 30 points with just let's see three rebounds two assists absolutely monster night from from mike conley unbelievable absolutely unbelievable it's i just i can't get over how good those two have been donovan mitchell has taken the next step because he has been in, initiating like playmaking this is the this is the year, guys, where he probably makes his All NBA bid and locks in that super super max in the future. I can't remember if he's got a, if it's next year that he earns that, or or maybe it's just doing All NBA during his contract. I don't know for sure, but that is going to be the thing that we're looking for. We want Donovan Mitchell hitting those things so that you can sign this guy long term after this upcoming contract. And you know what else would be nice? Just watching the Jazz win an NBA title because Donovan Mitchell is playing at an MVP level. It's funny. And I'll talk about Whiteside in a second. Uh, I was I was thinking about Jordan Clarkson, and I might write about it. I want, kind of want to go look and back look back in history. But like, has any team that's won the NBA Finals even had a Sixth Man of the Year on the team? Is that actually even something that matters? You know, is that something that championship winning teams have? I don't know. I don't really think it matters. But really, what you want to see on your team is MVP level players. Or MVP winners, you know? So the Stockton and Malone days, you had Carl Malone winning MVP or being in like top three of the MVP vote every year. 
If you're the Utah Jazz, you want to, I don't think Donovan Mitchell is going to win the MVP or ever will. I, I maybe never say never, but I don't think so. But if Donovan Mitchell can be in like top five MVP voting and Rudy Gobert can be a top 10, top 15 NBA player, if you can have that, that can be the thing that can really take you over the top. And that's what you really want to look for is having those elite guys. And right now the Jazz look like they have just an elite trio in Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Rudy Gobert. And then they've filled out this team with incredible role players. So it's fantastic. Um, Hall of Fame Robert talked about Hassan Whiteside. And we are going to talk about Hassan Whiteside. He's been phenomenal. He's been unbelievable. I'm going to go to the standings right here just to make sure I know what the record is. But when I, when Hassan Whiteside joined this team, I was just not quite sure what to expect. The Jazz have now played seven games, and in all seven of those games, we've seen Hassan Whiteside be, be solid, be nothing but really, really good. Tonight, again, Hassan Whiteside. Uh, let's go back. So, oh, I went forward on the browser. Browser! Hassan Whiteside tonight. Let's see. Oh, here's the there's the pause. Uh, Hassan Whiteside tonight was three for seven. He was only a minus four in this game. He had nine points, 12 rebounds. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. If you go back to last year and you look what the Jazz were doing, you were seeing the Jazz have m just massive double-digit minus you know, 12 games from Derek Favors. And you guys know that I love Derek Favors. And I was excited about Derek Favors coming back last year, but the injuries just caught up and he was just not able to withstand the 82-game season or the long playoff grind. He just wasn't, and his body broke down. Hassan Whiteside is holding the fort every night, and he's putting up big numbers, like 12 rebounds, 9 points, and this is in just 15 minutes. Like, light work for the big boy! You know, he's been fantastic. I love it. And he's been just fun to watch on the sidelines. I I love watching him play. He he protects the rim. He's got attitude. He doesn't back down from anybody. He gets in their face. He doesn't get afraid of the moment. He's always there. I love this guy. And he's legit funny. He's legit funny. I like watching him on the sideline doing dances and making noises and sticking his tongue out and doing switch motions. I love it. He's fantastic. It is absolutely a perfect fit. And really the only thing I, you know, you could, ar you could argue that this was pretty foreseeable because the Jazz team has a defense that funnels things to the rim protector. And when you have a, an elite rim protector and Hassan Whiteside is proving to be, you can block a lot of shots. And so these teams now don't have a rim protector to just devastate like they did last year. When Favors was on the floor, his lift was just gone last year, guys. It just was. You know, it just was. It was too bad. Now you've got Hassan Whiteside, who's legit enormous, and he protects the rim at an elite level. So no matter who's on the floor, Rudy Gobert or Hassan Whiteside, you've got elite rim protection, and the defense never uh, has like a weak link, at least in that aspect. Now... The Jazz, when they play teams like the Clippers and, and some of these other teams that have a five-out offense, that's another question. You're going to have to figure out other ways to defend that. But when the Jazz are playing a team and you can play drop coverage with your center, the Jazz are really freaking good. Like really, 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 really good. This is a team that's going to win a lot of games because they're going to be able to play drop coverage in a lot of them. The thing that you got to watch now as a Jazz fan is make sure that this Jazz team can do things against teams that 
don't don't play into uh, drop coverage defense. All right. So if they've got a five out team and you've got like a, a Vucevic shooting threes, the Jazz have to figure out how to defend that because that is a little bit of what makes the Jazz struggle. So we'll see how that goes. But man, when you're watching the Jazz play, I mean, if you're a gambling man and I do not gamble, but if you're watch, if you're going up against some team that does and the Jazz can play drop drop coverage. You know, and what I mean by drop coverage is Rudy Gobert can just backpedal to the rim and you've got a rolling big man he's guarding. If the Jazz are playing a team like that, put your money on the Jazz. Put your money on the Jazz because it is going to be money in the bank every time because now the Jazz have no weakness with it. You just switch from Rudy Gobert to Hassan Whiteside and there is no drop-off, you know, especially since Hassan Whiteside comes in and goes against second units. There is no drop-off. So make some money, guys. Make some money. Make some money on the Utah Jazz. Audrey's not down here, by the way, guys. Audrey's been a good girl lately. I'm not going to lie. Audrey is getting better and better and better and better. Uh, and she's not driving me as crazy. Uh, someone broke one of the outlets on my computer, and I don't know if it was Audrey or one of the children. I don't know. I don't know. And no one came forward. So I'm not sure who did that. Uh... And Audrey did not confess, so I'm not sure. It might have been Audrey. might not have been. Uh, let's see. So have we talked about Hassan Whiteside enough? Yeah. Uh, Eric Pascal, by the way, he had a really good night. I know the plus minus it doesn't look amazing, and I don't think that's his fault because he was sharing the floor with Jordan Clarkson, who was shooting, uh, felt like he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn tonight. Uh, but Eric Pascal had some really nice defensive moments, and his defensive intensity on the perimeter has been something I am loving it's great it's great guys his defense is fantastic and to have him and have him as someone you can bring in and trust for 15 minutes and quinn obviously trusts him because he played 16 minutes tonight uh he has more trust than jared butler that's for sure but and honestly some of this is because quinn's got to get ways to get these guys on the floor uh, looking at the rotation tonight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Jared Butler is that tenth man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when Rudy Gay comes back because this team's going to get better when Rudy Gay returns. Uh, how does that rotation look? My guess is that Quinn just plugs in Rudy Gay instead of Pascal, uh, and we'll see how that goes. But like we talked about with these five-out uh, offenses that the Jazz are going to go against, and we've talked about this before. If you're a hoops nerd returner, I'm going to talk about this a lot. There's lineups I really want to see. A Donovan Mitchell with Royce O'Neal, Eric Pascal, Rudy Gay, uh, Rudy Gobert lineup that just have this big monster defensive lineup uh, and just let, let Donovan Mitchell um, get buckets. Like a lineup like that would, to me, would be just fantastic. Especially if you're up, you're just looking to like get a few possessions. And if Donovan Mitchell is just like, if just like on one and scoring, you know, you can do stuff like that. And so that's why it's so nice to see Pascal, who obviously can switch. When Rudy Gay comes back, you can switch. And maybe you play lineups where you have Rudy Gay at center and Eric Pascal uh, switching with Rudy Gay at the center spot. And you find ways to guard those five-out lineups. That's going to be fun to watch. This Jazz team is super versatile, guys. I am much... I don't know what it is. Last game had me on one. I was pissed about things in a Jazz win. And maybe that's what makes me a straight a nerd but tonight there was just some things the energy was good the jazz had a team in the kings that were getting a really nice whistle i mean honestly their whistles i mean whoo uh but they were getting a nice whistle 
they were making a ton of like tough shots. Davion Mitchell had a nice night. He had an overall pretty efficient night. Things like that. And the Jazz went toe-to-toe and they came in. They brought in Mike Conley and just snuffed them out and won the game. You know? So really nice to see. Uh, Will Bowden. Eric Pascal is quickly becoming one of my favorites. Me too. I love the guy. He also brings uh, tenacity, toughness. He's he's like sneaky athletic. Like he that that dunk he had on Giannis where he just got up just quickly and dunked it. It was great. And you see him block shots. Uh, Robert Hall, it does seem like we've forgotten how to move the ball. That could be. There are a few ball stoppers on this team. JC was a ball stopper tonight. Holy smokes. The shot's not falling. Pass the ball, JC. Come on. And we all love JC. He's great. When he's hitting shots and stuff, it's great. But when it's not, it's not great. Um, Let's see. Guys, I think that's all I got tonight. That was a nice win for the Jazz. There's a lot of things to be happy about. Just another solid victory for the Utah Jazz. Let's give a shout-out uh, to our All-Stars tonight. Let's give a shout-out to Baby Elliot Matson, and, Mats and Joshua Hansen, the Danish Destroyer, and one Anton Warren, Ezekiel Ricebe, the man from Down Under, JT Buckets Wardell, Austin R. Grant, Editor Extraordinaire, Eric C., the C stands for champion. He made the stream tonight. Donald Schooley, schooling all of us. DW to CB, Darren Williams to Carlos Boozer. Jorge Arrizaga, mi amigo de abajo. Lee Christensen, driving the lane, just in time, just in tie H. Patrick Kubo, the connoisseur. Robert Hall of Fame and DW Jazz going all the way. I said it before and I'll say it again if you haven't already. Oh, Robert Hall of Fame, another two bucks, my man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. The two dollars. Thank you, sir. Uh, if you haven't already and you're listening to this on the SLC Dunk podcast because I've started putting it on there, give me a give us a five-star review. It would be great because it takes me time to do that, and just that would make me happy to just make that worth my time. Uh, so if you're not – and if you haven't – and if you're listening to the podcast and you want to watch it live, go to the Hoops Nerd channel and join us. It's fun. It's fun, and you can throw me off. We haven't been thrown off yet like last year with Key, but we'll see. Someone will at some point. Just don't get banned. Just don't get banned. I only banned one person so far. You know, don't get banned. As, and also on the SLC Dunk forums, guys, don't get banned. Don't get banned. All right? It's golden life. Golden life, that's our G.I. Joe moment of the night. Don't get banned. All right? Don't do things that'll get you banned or canceled, whatever you want to do it. Don't get banned. All right. If you haven't already joined the channel, guys, I appreciate it. We got Joshua tonight. He's already looking solid. He's already looking like promise in training camp. I tell you what. I tell you what, and if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel, tell your friends, share it on social media, share it up somewhere, reach the Hoops Nerd channel, all right, all right, guys, I will talk to you next time.